This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. It's time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning. It is a lonely day today. We'll explain why. Also, how long it takes to pass a Lego. I don't know that that's something I want to find out. (laughs) It is Tuesday, the 27th of November, 2018. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Yeah, today is the loneliest day of the year. Some bad news and some good news. Bad news because the cold, the dark, the holiday stress, you may feel alone and miserable today, but the good news is you're not alone. According to a new study, today really is the loneliest day of the year. And, well, that's exactly why. It's dark outside, the weather is awful, and people are still struggling to budget for Christmas. So, if it's any consolation, it's not just you. Um, This is a pretty depressing revelation as well. We learned that if Santa sold his house, he couldn't even afford to buy a one-bedroom apartment in San Francisco. Really? Well, what does Santa need, really? I know, but, you know, you think... How much is enough? For, you know, the life he's lived, for as many years as he's given of himself service. Right. That he would deserve more in his old age. Maybe it's all that he wants. He he like he prefers to give, you know. Give, 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 give. Well, and he and Mrs. Claus, you know, you get to a certain point where you just want to downsize. <laughs> You're not kidding. <laughs> the real estate website Zillow. Just did an estimate on Santa's three-bedroom, two-bathroom log cabin in the North Pole with a toy workshop attached. You know, that's not nothing. They say it's only worth $765,000. It's not shabby, though. It's cold there. I mean, there's only a small amount of people that would be able to handle those weather conditions. Just and no, can you imagine how much it would cost to heat? There's just no comps. Yeah. No comps for it. You know, I know you don't have the comps to measure it against and... How many people are really living up there? If you want to live an isolated life, though, this would be perfect for you. How do you price that, Tim? It's actually a high estimate. I think it's a high estimate. The people at Zillow actually think it's probably worth less than that because of the location. It is a remote location, but it could get a higher price because of the association with Santa. Yeah. 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 But uh, to my knowledge, he's not planning on selling anytime soon. Yeah. Take it with a grain of salt. Uh, Let's see, what else? Do you wait until your kids are asleep before you get into an argument with your significant other? 
Yes. No, I never did. <laughs> it was when it was go time. It was go time. Kid or no kid, you can stay. You can go. That's up to you. But Dad and I, we got to have it out right now. We try not to fight in front of her at all. I'm going to teach you conflict resolution, kid. <laughs> or maybe just conflict. <laughs> According to scientists at Washington State University, it's actually good to argue in front of your kids. Really? Yeah, the reason is because your kids are not stupid. They can tell when you're hiding something, and they can sense tension. And so if you don't work it out, you're teaching them to repress their feelings and emotions. But if you have a healthy conflict in front of them, the operative word being healthy. Yeah, that's the struggle, isn't it? It does lead to kids who are more well-adjusted in the long run. Yeah, my parents were great at the silent treatment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my mother would be. Oh. <sighs> and then, yes, then it was just. Is that where you get it from? Yes, that's exactly where I get it from. And then she's slamming drawers a little harder than she should. Wow. My mother, Bonnie was funny. She had this meat tenderizer. <laughs> oh, boy. And you could always tell when she was a little disgusted with my father because she'd be out there with a pork tenderloin. Beating it. <laughs> and my dad would be kind of sitting in the living room. Did she ever communicate through you to him? Like no. she would be like, Jen, go ask your father if he's ready for dinner. No, I don't remember that ever happening. Go ask your father if he has time for his family to sit down <laughs> and, and have eat a dinner. Meal. Right. <laughs> it's all in the delivery, you know. Right. <laughs> Whenever I talk to my mom on the phone, and I don't remember my parents arguing too often here and there, but now when I call. Just to check in. What are you doing? What's going on? Your dad's cutting the grass for the third time this week. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. <laughs> I want to go to a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go ask your father if he'd like to spend any time with his wife? Well, what's funny is my dad's still refusing to wear his hearing aids, right? So he can't what? hear squat. And he's 15 feet away from us. And mom and I are having a full-blown conversation about him. And he has no, no idea, idea what's going on. Yep. Hmm. Why doesn't he want to wear them? Just uncomfortable? Well, you know, you haven't had them and forever. You put them in and things that you didn't notice Sounds that you couldn't hear, all of a sudden you hear. So now he's overwhelmed and overstimulated by it. So he can only tolerate it for short periods of time. And it's like, Dad, you've got to wear them consistently. You will get used to so it. So you adapt. Yeah, yeah. So you get used to it. But I knew I do I do hear that from you know older folks who wear them, you know, say that that's one of their biggest complaints is that it's just after a while it becomes overwhelming and they gotta either turn it down or just turn it off completely. Either that or they're just trying to tune out the people around them. Yeah, which is part of it, too. It's just bad. If you 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 can't hear neurologically, that's a bad thing. I mean, because your brain isn't Mm. working all of its parts. You start to lose it a little. 
Hey, this is good info if you have kids or an undying appetite for plastic, I guess. A new study for the Journal of Pediatrics and Child Health looked at how long it takes the human body to pass a Lego if you swallow one. How would you like to be in that study? Hope it's a small one. Right. We're going to give you $200. Here, swallow this. The researchers, <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't use any fancy tricks to figure it out. They just had six doctors who were kind enough to swallow one. That's right, $6 volunteer to swallow a Lego. Specifically, one of those little yellow heads that go on Lego people. Yeah, they're really small. But the rough part was they each had to monitor their own bowel movements and basically sift, sift through, through yes, to see if they passed it. Mm-mm. So how long does it take? Well, obviously it varied a little bit, but on average, they found it takes 1.7 days to pass a Lego, which is just over 41 hours. It might be a little different for kids because they're smaller and their digestive tract is shorter. But the point of the study was to show that if your kid does swallow one or two Legos, they'll probably be fine. Probably pass them in their poopy. And in the end, none of them had any complications. They did, lo- they did lose one of the Lego heads, though. They never did find it. But it's they- in that guy's body still? It's in his colon, probably. Well, they think either that or maybe they just, you know, he missed, missed it, it when he was sifting. But Could they- you imagine being a parent and not knowing that your kid swallowed a Lego head and then you go to change their diaper and you're like, what is this? Hey, it's amazing. You know, you're going to see it, too, I mean, with your animals. I mean, I know a dog that swallowed a golf ball. Well, I need to qualify this. (laughs) Because they only did it with Lego heads, which are round. So my question is, could a rectangular block with sharp corners cause more damage? I would think so, yeah. And then there's always the possibility of choking. So I wouldn't try it at home. but No way. For what it's worth, that's what they found in the study. Uh, I don't know. I do some of my best thinking in the shower. I do some of my best thinking. Well, I, you know what? I do some of my best thinking in the bathroom, period. So I don't necessarily consider that lost time. You spend some time in the bathroom, do you, Jeff? Reading? Uh, Sure. <laughs> but a new study found the average person spends just over 15 minutes a day on the toilet. Say 50 or 15? One five. Okay. 15 that adds up to almost two hours a week, and over a lifetime, you spend about eight months sitting on the john. I think the number is probably a bit higher if you have children, because that really is the only place to hide. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, and you have to lock the door or they're coming in. Same thing with, right. with the dogs. Do I got the, two of them. Yeah, do the, do the cats follow you into oh, the yeah. To- oh, yeah. So does Marley. Yeah. And they want full attention. Yes. He wants me to throw the ball, and it, it's not like my bathroom opens up into a long hallway. It doesn't open up. Uh, there is nowhere for me to throw the ball for him to chase further than three feet. Mm. Steve wanders <laughs> in, and he looks in his weird sort of snarky look. He goes, oh, you're doing that again. <laughs> and he turns around and leaves. We have our, my baby. like So Scott can go to the bathroom without her. I cannot. So she goes in, and she starts with the toilet paper. And she'll pull one square. Then she'll pull like four. And she pulls. We have one of those little towers. It's got like four on there. Uh She'll pull from the bottom. And I'm like, no. (laughs) Stop it. Then she's opening the drawer, closing the drawer. I'm like, 
into you, everything. You cannot yeah. escape that's great. it. And then I'm yeah. washing my hands. I want to wash it. And she's pulling on me. I want to wash my hands. So at least I'm getting some kind of good habit right. out of the experience. But hmm. it's not fun. No. Mm-mm. Hmm. One fifth of us feel weird if we don't have our phone with us on the toilet. And 5% of us have talked on the phone while using the bathroom. Now, the majority of men, (laughs) you know, if we're talking bathroom habits here, the Mm -hmm. majority of men think it is weird to use a urinal Mm -hmm. right next to another guy if there are other urinals open. Yeah, it's code. Go over one. Well, yeah, it's code, but it's also, uh, why wouldn't you want that personal space? Dude, there's a thousand urinals in here. Really? <laughs> I just think the whole concept of urinals is just weird. I mean, you're whipping it out, standing right next to a guy. It's just, it's and not out-out, though, is it? Is it just like out a enough. little bit? It's exposed. Well, some places have little barriers in between. Yeah, I think all Which places make do. Sense. It's rare well, that I encountered one. Well, they have the troughs. Oh, uh, yeah. The big Wrigley drops. Field. Yeah. Wrigley <laughs> Field. Doesn't that make you, aren't you standing directly across from someone then, too? Ludlow Bromley Yacht Club's no. got a big old metal bucket. Ew. Uh, that empties feet, right into the river. It's about six feet long. Just get up in there. Mm-mm. Yeah. Have you guys ever been in a public restroom? Most probably Jen specifically, but somebody walks in on speakerphone and has a full-blown conversation while they're on speakerphone in the toilet. Yeah, that's a bit much, isn't it? How is that even like a normal thought in your head that you should be allowed to do that? I suppose it depends on who you're talking to. I mean, but really, it happened to me. I was at the mall over the weekend. I was working up at Tri-County Mall, and I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. So I went in, and this lady... On speakerphone, well, I said, "Yep, we went to Kohl's. We went to blah blah blah." And I'm peeing. I can hear her peeing. Sure. And the speakerphone is on, and she's like, "Where are you in the bathroom?" Yeah, girl, I'm down here. I'll meet you upstairs at Macy's. Oh, See, my I favorite is you. when guys do it when they're standing at the urinal. I'm like, dude, you. It's not normal. Use two hands. What are you doing? Put the well, phone away. Some men only need one hand. <laughs> they're not all like you, Jeff. <laughs> You need two. <laughs> <laughs> Women are more likely than men to strike up a conversation in the public bathroom. Probably at the sink or the mirror, though, not while they're actually going to the bathroom. Depends. Can you spare a square? I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, we, we have men that, uh, we have conversations in the men's room, you know, depending Here, on. Yeah. I've heard you guys talking. And yeah. there when we're walking by before. I would say Grover is the most talkative. I heard John John in there yesterday having a full-blown conversation with someone about Thanksgiving as I was walking by the door. Yeah. Uh, Big Dave likes to talk a lot in the bathroom. Yeah. Well, really anywhere. <laughs> That's true. Not just there. But that doesn't stop him. I know. <laughs> uh, who else? Yeah, pretty much everybody, though, keeps themselves... One in three people said that sitting on the toilet is the only time they get to be by themselves on a daily basis. There you go. And what do you do if you use a public bathroom and then realize there's no toilet paper? Well, there you go, Jen. 25% of people would ask a stranger to hand them some, but 24% said that they would wait until the coast was clear and then shuffle their way yeah. to another stall. Penguin it over. With their pants no. down around her ankles. Who would do that? <laughs> 
I, that would be my luck to, to do that. And just as I'm coming around the corner, a family of four comes in the door. If you ain't number two, you have to do that. How are you getting up without wiping something? You have to. You have to ask. You have somebody to shuffle. Or so you just sit there if nobody's in the bathroom. Well, use if they have one of those uh, the toilet covers. You know the paper covers. Use that. <laughs> have you ever used one of those in a pinch? I have, and they're I really sure hard. Have. Yeah. Don't you it's check pleasant. before you use the stall? Not, That's the some, first thing I do. Sometimes you got to go so badly, you just run in and pull your pants down and sit mm-hmm. down, and it's oh. game on. And then mm-hmm. you're like, oh, if, if if I go number one and there's no toilet paper, I stand up and do like the shuffle, 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 and then just. Gotcha. You got to mm-hmm. like drip it dry. It's rare. I, I could maybe count. I could maybe count on one hand. Not even that. I don't. It's it's so rare that I would go number two in a public bathroom. Guys are like that, though. I think guys are either all in on pooing in public, or they are absolutely not. I, I used to try to avoid it, but the, with age, I'm just like I don't have time to do the dance and go somewhere. I just got to do it mm-hmm. now. If it's if I walk in there, because a lot of bars, a lot of bars take the doors off. Oh, yeah. For uh, the dudes. It's like, and why do they do that? Probably to avoid stuff going down in there, I'd assume. I don't know. Yeah, I think but that's when why. You that, they, don't want, they don't want people doing the number two anyway. Yeah. That and Go do that somewhere active, else. <laughs> pretty much. And you know what? If you're on a schedule, like I'm, like, you know how organized I am and how just very <laughs> regimented I am and everything yes. I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that included. I know a lot of people like you, men especially. Yep. Like they wake up, they have the coffee, they go number two, they take the shower, they get that, and it's like clockwork. I for got them. certain times of the day. Where are you headed? I got a meeting. <laughs> two God. meetings a day. What does my dad used to say? Got to talk to a man about a horse. What does that mean? I don't know, but I like that. I mean, you I like that take expression. A <laughs> I know. Kristen's son uses that expression. Yeah, I'm just not sure what that means. She's like, where are you going? I got to run upstairs. I got a meeting. <laughs> where have you been? I've been in a meeting. <laughs> so another dictionary just released their word of the year. And like all of the words of the year so far, this is one that refers to one of the more depressing aspects of modern times. Dictionary.com's pick for word of the year for 2018 is misinformation. Mm, and they say they pick, yeah, they say they pick misinformation over disinformation because of the subtle difference. Disinformation is info you spread to intentionally mislead people. Misinformation is just false info you see or believe. So the people at dictionary.com picked misinformation as basically a call to action to stay vigilant against fake news, flat earthers, you know, climate change deniers and more. They're the third major dictionary to announce 2018's word of the year so far. Collins dictionary went with single use and oxford went with toxic now you know where would you be without all this information about urinals and i know misinformation (laughs) there's a lot of misinformation out there about bathroom habits let me just tell you yeah i think urinals are the greatest invention 
I wish I could stand up and pee. Me too. I got to tell so you, it is one of the greatest things. I mean, you can go anywhere. Yeah. Anytime. Pretty much. I mean, we saw, we, I I thought this woman was very clever. We were stuck in traffic mm-hmm. in, when we were in Florida trying to come back from that convention. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, when we were on a panel and we're stuck in traffic, nowhere to go. This woman who was driving, she gets out of her car, she opens the back seat door on the driver's side, then she has her door open. So she squats in between the two, and all we saw was a puddle running off the road. Yeah. But it was like she had to go. Right. Nothing changed. She didn't, she couldn't pee in a soda can or something in the car yep. nope. like dudes can do. But I thought that was clever to open the back door and kind of create a stall for herself. Yeah. So the only people that could see her were cars going the opposite direction, but they were so far away that it didn't matter. I don't really think they would have seen anything. Yeah. So here's the trick. If you're in stopped traffic, and that is the key, yep. you know, it helps to be in stopped or extremely slow traffic. Yeah, we were not moving at all. You got to be in the far right lane or the far left lane. Either one. So passenger side or, yeah. Yeah. And you open both the front and back door on one side of the car. And so you just hopefully use that. you're driving a four-door. Hopefully you're driving a four-door. And this was a car. Because yeah. I could totally see, like, in my SUV, me opening both the doors. But the second I squat down, all you see is my bare butt. Yeah. <laughs> I would see people Hanging do that down. all the time when we would tailgate at Longworth Hall because no matter what, there's always going to be a really long line at the portalette, and people would do that all the time. They would open up the car doors and just squat and hey, why not go as fast as possible? Sean just sent us a message. He says a great way to avoid a bad restroom experience: download the Got to Go app. Yeah, it's a free app that allows you to rate restrooms based on cleanliness, stock of product. Smell, etc., and it was developed by Cintas here in Cincinnati. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, thanks, Sean. I like that. By the way, if you're uh, if you're wondering what everyone's up to this Christmas, apparently it's sex and a lot of it. <laughs> they did a survey, and the numbers came back. Seventy percent of people said that they usually get it on on Christmas Day. Merry Christmas! Don't yeah, you feel happy like holidays to you? Kind of in the air, though. I it's mean, kind of obligatory, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like when you're in a relationship, like if you've obligatory. been obligatory. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I think there's something about the holidays that makes you feel like it's time to get it on. Well, so many women are giving that to their men as a present. Here is your <laughs> Christmas gift. But you get this tw- three times a year: birthday, Christmas, and your anniversary. You you start having some wine. The mm-hmm. family's all together. Mm-hmm. You're feeling an extra love, festive. There's a fire sometimes. Wow. Well, sometimes you need to sneak away, too. Like, this is a lot of family going on right now. I right. just need a few minutes over here just to take a breather. Why don't you join me? Yeah. In the laundry room. CN5. Yeah. What do you do? How do you do that when you got a lot of family around? Where do you, you sneak off to? Yeah. Where's your spot? Well, the most common places are a bedroom, including your old, your old childhood bedroom or your significant other's childhood bedroom if you're visiting parents. <gasps> Wouldn't that be weird? Yeah. <laughs> Your weird could be someone else's kind of exciting. And the survey also found the most creative places people go to get it on. They are outside under the basketball hoop, behind the Christmas tree, in a neighbor's backyard, in an outdoor storage shed, on the roof, and parked in a church parking lot. There you go, Jeff. <laughs> there you go. That sounds about right. What are you talking about? That would be funny if you got caught getting it on in the church parking lot. Oh, God, your mother. On the way to your mom's house. (laughs) 
Hasn't happened to me, but... It's possible. I did know someone who got busted. At church? Yeah. Church parking lot. Hey, uh, are you annoying people at work without even realizing it? See if you have any of these bad work habits. Are you eating smelly food at your desk or workstation? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, she's every day. It's rare that I'm offended by something you're eating. You know, unless you microwave broccoli or something, usually what you eat is pretty good. Smells pretty good. Well, thank you. Especially that maple-flavored oatmeal. (laughs) And what's that other thing you eat with hard-boiled eggs that you mix in with? Oh, I do plain oatmeal with two hard-boiled eggs. Yeah. I had that this morning. Which is funny because they say that some of the worst offenders are hard bo- hard boiled eggs. You know I evidently I am not those, offended by them. Is that you have to peel them in like the common area? Because I think it, I think it's the peeling process and oh. the cutting it up that makes it stinky. But once you're already kind of, if you do that in a different location and then bring it in somewhere, I don't think it smells as bad. I got you. Uh, broccoli, tuna, and seafood are also kind of smelly. Mm-hmm. And then. Asking too many questions. Asking questions is fine. Just don't try to ask too many work-related questions or you look like you can't figure out stuff on your own. And asking a lot of personal questions is risky for other reasons. Somebody in the building did ask me uh, a question. It was somebody who was fairly new. It was like, what is the obsession with other people's business in this building? They hadn't worked here really? all that somebody long. Asked you that? And somebody had said... Seems to be a lot of like gossipy inquiries happening. Like, what is is that? Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, disconnected from that. I don't know anything. It's because you don't smoke anymore. Anything. It is. It is 100 percent true. I knew so much more when I was going down there. Well, I think too. This building. This building is filled with a lot of really neat, interesting people. And so there's a lot of good questions to right. be asked. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. That's what I'm That's saying. That's one point. way to spin it. That's what I'm yeah, it's yeah. true. I mean, there's, you know, there's some like inter-office romancing. There's a lot of personalities mm-hmm. in the building mm-hmm. that I feel like create gossipy. And a lot of curiosity around those dynamics. Yeah. Which may have been what prompted the question. Hmm. What was the question? What is it with the gossipy <laughs> culture around here? Like, what is the interest? Is this somebody that's never worked in radio before? Uh, no. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> Jen, how do they not know that all we do is talk about other people? <laughs> Have they not been in this business very long? That's <laughs> all I'm going to say. I'll tell you who off the air. Okay. You um, told us. No, I'm just kidding. Let's see. And he told you already. Then here's something else I don't know. I know. We do that on purpose. I'll fill I you know. in. I will. I know. I will fill you in on everything. <laughs> See, and there's Jeff. Now he's there gossiping. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Let me get my notepad. Uh, let's see. Being a slob, messy desk is one thing. People might judge you, but probably won't hate you for it. Just don't be a slob in common areas like the kitchen. It makes you seem irresponsible, arrogant, and immature. Interrupting people all the time. You can definitely interject, but in general, just make sure you you respect people enough to let them finish a thought. Otherwise, it looks like you don't have good judgment or you're impatient. And finally, talking to people in the bathroom while they're in one of the stalls. There you go. At the sink is fine. At the urinal, still fine. But if they're in a stall, leave them alone. Just feels awkward and intrusive.
Does it bother you when people talk to you when you're at the urinal, Tim? Doesn't bother me. No, no. There are sometimes it's uh, doesn't affect your concentration. No, not at all. I actually sometimes it breaks the awkward <laughs> silence of hey, yeah. Hey. Your Have you guys ever had someone in the stall though, and then like you walk in together and that person goes into the stall, but you're standing at the urinal and then you talk to each other while that's going on? Eh, occasionally, I don't think that's a regular though. I've never had somebody from a stall initiate a conversation. Hey, what's going on over there? <laughs> but we only have one urinal in the men's or bathroom on this floor. So if it's being occupied, for instance, if I'm occupying mm-hmm. it and somebody walks in and they pop their head around, they see that I've got it occupied, then they go in the stall and they're like, what's up, Jeffrey? And then the conversation <laughs> begins. Yeah. yeah, We've done that before. Right. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. Psst. <laughs> hey Grove, what's, what's up, up? Grover? You knew exactly who I was talking about. <laughs> All right, hiding presents. Hiding presents is an art because kids are weirdly good at finding them. So don't be don't be lazy like these parents. According to a new survey, the most common place where parents are hiding presents this year is their closet. How uh, this is just so disappointing to me. Aren't we more creative than that? Come on. Come on, moms and dads, you can do better than your closet. Because as a kid, there and under the bed are the first two places they're going to look. Yeah, I think in the closet for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My parents used to hide our presents in the trunk of their car. And we knew they were there because, you know, mom would go shopping or whatever and everything would just go in the trunk. Right. So we would get, hide and get the keys, or we had one of those really fun cars, mm-hmm. the Dodge Spirit, where you could hit the button and the trunk would pop. So oh, you nice. could go down there if mom was taking a nap. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, right now, it's really funny because I've bought a few things for Jacob, and they're just in a bag in the in the garden room. I mean, they're just sitting not five feet away from where he and eats. And he doesn't know? No, he wouldn't even think to look. You have a garden room? Well, it's a sunroom, but I like to call oh, it the garden room. A solarium. I keep. I like to name my rooms. It's okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just sitting in there. Nope, he doesn't even think if to look. If he knew they were there, would he be inquisitive no, about it? I don't think he'd give a rip. Unless it was one of the, the three things that he asked Santa Claus for. And he just walked up to Santa, sat on his lap and went, iPhone, funny socks, new lunchbox. Hmm. So... If it were maybe an iPhone sitting in there, then he might be a little bit interested, but it's not. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.